Hi, welcome to Dear Nikki. My name is Nikki. And if you've been here before, welcome back. And if you're new to the show, this show is all about sex and the fantasies that people have. Reading from emails directly and anonymously sent to me. Together, we explore the experiences of everyday people, just like yourself. You never know who I could be reading from. I could be reading from the guy that you saw walking down the street. You know the guy. He just spent the weekend on a farm, being led by a belt through a cornfield and spanked on his ass with a cornstalk. I could be reading from your neighbor. She was in a female-female-male sex orgy this weekend. However, got ignored, so she flipped the tables on them and made them both her bitch. I could be reading from your co-worker. This weekend, she got her significant other on all fours, fucked him with a strap-on, and then masturbated and came on his ass and is in his ass. You just never, ever know. And if you have any erotic fantasies, confessions, or anything else, feel free to send them to Nikki at N-I-K-K-Y at DearNikki.com or anonymously through the website at DearNikki.com under the Confessions tab. Just remember by submitting a confession or anything else, you certify the following are true. You are the sole creator of the submission. You're 18 years of age or older, legally able to write, submit erotic, or pornographic material. Stories including bestiality, incest, incest fantasies, underage role play, rape sex, rape fantasies, or other non-consensual content or racial slurs will not be aired. We reserve the right to change names or other identifiable information, and you're releasing all rights to your creation. Hello, all. So I'm back. I didn't mean to actually take off last week. Last week, I was out, gone. It was horrible. And then other things, the website's back up. So that's great news. The book is up. So if you are a subscriber to the podcast, not only will you get Friday drops, you now get my book before it is published elsewhere for purchase. So for the $4.99 a month, you get the book plus all the other extras as a subscriber. So take a look at that and let me know. And of course, always open, always open looking for some, my favorites, I'm pouring through them. And I have another one. I don't, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to drop both the audio and the book at the same time, the second one coming up, I am working, kind of tweaking the ends of it. I'm almost done. And um, I, because Darcy pointed out the other day, there was a story in there that we had a confession that I really liked, but I didn't realize that it wasn't finished. It was one of those teasers. They didn't finish it. So I'm having to pull that out. So if you are the person that sent me a teaser and did not left it on a cliffhanger and never wrote back, now is the time to write back and finish the teaser because you have been selected to be in the book. So that's that's your forewarning because I've left it 
open in enough characters where I can have that one and this one other I'm waiting on. Other than that, the third is already starting to pull together and I have enough for the fourth. Look for the third after winter and the fourth possibly summer. I know they're short and I could probably put something longer together, but I, I, I right now from what I've been professionally told and the way I feel, these are real short. So, I mean, I don't know if I could go a little longer with them and have, I would love to. So we'll see. Um, that's something I'm flirting with. I'm also flirting with an offer, a huge, undescribable offer that I will not know and be able to tell details probably till next year. So keep an eye on that. It's really, really hard not to say something, but um, only one or two people know at this point, and I'm going to keep it at that. And we have been discussing it and it's not finalized or anything else, but hoping it pulls through. It will be amazing if it does. Let's just put it that way. You know what time it is. It's time to sit back. Relax. Let's have a whiskey with some filthy cherries, of course, and explore some erotic fantasies from people just like you and me. Dear Nikki, this story of mine occurred some time ago when I hit the gym really hard with a good friend, Ray, not his real name. Ray and I are pretty dedicated to our workouts for quite some time, and we're pretty equal except for one thing. Ray had amazingly large biceps with a perfect peak at the top. No matter how hard I tried, my biceps couldn't come anywhere close to what Ray possessed. He even joked at times how much his girlfriend, Kimmy, not her real name either, enjoyed them. Kimmy was tall with long hair and very pretty. She looked perfect in a mini skirt or short shorts, which she rocked on many occasions. I got to be pretty good friends with both of them with one small drawback. I was going through a significant dry spell as far as women were concerned. I would start dating a woman and in no time it would fizzle out. Both Kimmy and Ray would encourage me to keep trying, but things didn't pick up. One stormy night, almost sounds like a post story, I was relaxing in my apartment and there was a knock on my door. I looked out the peephole to see Kimmy soaking wet in her typical yellow polka dotted raincoat. I opened the door and had her come in. I started to ask if there was a problem when she opened her raincoat and slid it off to the floor. Kimmy was completely naked. My eyes fixated on her medium-sized breast that seemed to defy any gravity. Her nipples were fully erect from the cold rain that they had endured. A bit bewildered, I started to speak, but Kimmy met me with a kiss. But what about Ray, I muttered as her lips kept working. This was his idea. We both thank you need a bit of a jump start to get your confidence going again. As this, she started to kiss me more aggressively. As I felt my erection go full boner in no time at all, Kimmy felt it against her leg. And as she looked down to see it in a full intention against my loose shorts. Oh my, it has been a long time, hasn't it? Why don't we go into the bedroom so I can get a better look at him? No convincing was needed as she started to pull my shorts off while we made our way to my bedroom. He's really hard, Kimmy exclaimed as she started to stroke my cock while kissing me. Do you think you could handle this? She then dropped her knees and sucked my cock with amazing skill. It had been so long since I'd gotten a blowjob, I'd not masturbated in such a long time that I came in under a minute. Kimmy directed my load to her breast and then started to suck again. You aren't going to get off that easily, she exclaimed. Kimmy was perfect that night. She continually asked me what I would like and what she could do to make this special. I told her I wanted her to ride me. She wrote me going all the way up and then down 
so I could see everything. She then turned around and rode me reverse cowgirl. I thought it was a bit odd, but she asked me to feel my biceps too. She said that Ray's biceps really turned her on, but they're so rock hard and big. She seemed a bit disappointed that mine weren't as large, but it didn't spoil our night by any means. All in all, I came four times, all on her breast. She came over more times in the next month and asked me if I felt better sexually. How could I say no? I talked with Ray about it later, and he just said with a smile, what are friends for? Evan. Hello, Evan. The thought of being sent over to get a guy back on his game or a person on their game, it's kind of hot. But as I was reading Evan's confession or story, well, one, Evan, are we back in the game? And how's it going? That's, that's, I think a lot of people want to know, did it work? I I would, I'm going to answer for you. Yes, it worked. And he's awesome. And he's, you know, got two a week, you know, maybe every other night, maybe every night and four times on Sunday. How about that? Did I do good, Evan? (laughs) Would you send your significant other partner, lover, whatever we're calling them over to help a friend out? I mean, there is what, like um, Ray said, what are friends for? I don't know. I, you know, this, I don't know. I, I, I kind of am curious about this. As much as I say I wouldn't shit where I eat, I am open to it, especially if it was the right person in the right situation. Kind of like a helping hand, right? No connection, no anything in big detail, but I have to say yes. I, I think I would. I honestly think I would because that was that is the very giving side of me. You know, I want everybody to be happy. I want everybody to have sexual desires explored. So I think I would. I think if my lover said, hey, no, da, 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 and as long as they weren't creepy and on an FBI watch list, probably so. Just saying, there's criteria. Girls got to stand behind. Just saying. <laughs> so have you, would you, and ladies and gentlemen, if you were the person being sent, you know the question, right? Well, would you? I, at first, I was going to say no, Evan, but I have to say, I think this one's a yes for me. Kind of shocking. I think I talked myself into it, though. What do you guys think? I'd really like to know. Dear Nikki, about five years ago, I moved to a new city and was failing at making friends in real life. I used one of those apps that helps you find female friends and ended up finding a cool girl named Kristen. Kristen had been married about a year and to her wonderful wife, Megan. I'm also queer, so we connected pretty quickly and bonded over similar stories. Kristen, who goes by Chris, is the more butch one. She's a bit taller, usually has short blonde hair with a tight ponytail. Megan is the very Femi, and she's got a very athletic build and a long wavy brunette hair. Kristen and Megan are in their early 30s, whereas I'm in my mid-20s. So they kind of end up adopting me and taking care of me. They often buy me drinks, take me with them on planned trips, etc. It was never anything romantic, though they knew I was polyamorous and very sexually open. Friday night, they invited me over for a movie night and mentioned that they'll have some special treats available. Space cookies, aka weed cookies. I haven't smoked or had edibles in a long time, and was very little nervous, but excited. I got to their house, and we cracked open a few beers and just chilled on their back deck until the sun goes down. It's hot, and Chris is wearing a well-fitted athletic shirt with no sleeves and shorts. 
Megan has on a strappy yellow tank top and a very short running shorts. I'm also dressed casually without much on. I'm more on the masculine side and had a plain gray t-shirt and some basketball shorts. Megan and Chris both are complimenting my new hair. I just got it cut very short. Left my longer, dark, straight hair on top, but the sides are and back are neatly shaved. Typical dude haircut. When we get back inside, Chris sets up a movie and Megan brings out the space cookies, warming them up in the oven. While we're waiting on them, I start talking to Megan about how excited I am to try weed again, and we discuss the side effects. She has these gigantic plastic cups of water for dry mouth. It was also already established that I would be spending the night in their guest room, so I didn't have to drive home. Already fairly tipsy off the beers, I joke about how weed used to make me really horny, so at least I'd have a bed to myself by the end of the night. Megan raised an eyebrow at me and smirked, though she didn't say anything. I felt a little awkward and tried to brush it off. Chris had overheard me and she's sitting on the couch and jokes about how it always made her horny too. So she needed to cover my ears when I went to sleep because Megan was getting it that night. Chris had been trying to pick us a new movie as the one we originally wanted wasn't on Netflix, Alice in Wonderland. We all forgot to check. The trippy movies seemed too intense and all the stoner movies are mostly guys. So Chris said we should watch a lesbian movie. She laughs and said we watch Below Her Mouth, a lesbian movie that's a bit notorious for how kind of awful and basically just softcore porn. Megan said you have to be really high to enjoy that movie. So sure. The cookies were sufficiently warm and she takes them out and gets us some milk. Chris has also rolled a bit of weed not used for the cookies into a small joint with strawberry paper. So we get a little stone before waiting for the cookies to take effect. We all puff, pass, and cough. We're out of practice. Then start the movie and start eating our cookies. These space cookies are fucking good. Doughy chocolate chip ones with pecans. I almost ate too many. Megan playfully takes the cookie out of my mouth while I'm eating it and it ends up in half my lap. While doing so, we're on the couch, which is this is odd modular one that has the chases on both sides. I end up sliding over to share the chase with Megan as I want to put my legs up. The movie literally starts with moaning at a sex scene. I'm feeling stoned already and hot under the collar. My whole body feels flushed. Megan is very still next to me, but I look over and see Chris kind of roll her hips. We start commenting like, damn, she look at her tits. And well, that was pretty hot. Though we were starting to commenting on how bad the writing and acting is, there's a reason this movie is semi-notorious for being awful. As the movie progresses, we're all getting hit with the edibles at the different rates. Chris gets stoned the quickest and is already glugging down the water. Megan had out and I'm close behind. The softcore porn picks up and Megan jokingly tickles my side, asking if I'm horny yet. The thing is, I'm not actually ticklish, so she just kind of ends up rubbing my side. I raise my eyebrows at her and say, yeah, that's not helping though. I look over at Chris just in case, but she smiles. A few minutes later, Chris goes to the open kitchen to get more water and asks if we need anything. Megan yells out, yeah, you. I laugh and say, oh my God, y'all, at least wait till I go to bed. Megan jabs me again, pausing and then says, well, what if we don't? I look over with my eyes wide. I'm high and I'm having trouble telling if she's kidding. We've joked around before about sexual stuff, but never regarding each other. Ever saying once or twice that people need not to think we're being weird with each other. 
aka a three-way relationship, I take a long drink of my water and look over at her. I mean, you know, I wouldn't be opposed. Chris comes back from the kitchen and there's just another kissing scene. So there's a bit of tension and looks down at us on the couch saying, man, I want in on this. Suddenly she crashes down on the couch next to me and tries to fit her legs on the chase with me and Megan. I end up wrapping my arm around Chris and say, well, all right, get on the cuddle puddle. We don't say anything, but Chris and Megan start touching each other over me. Chris is running her fingers through Megan's hair right next to my head, and Megan has her leg over mine with her foot running up and down Chris's leg. I'm feeling so wet. I start to really grip what's happening. Chris's hand gets still, and she asks me, can I touch your hair? Yeah, I respond. She starts rubbing the short hair on the side of my head. I lean into it and end up moaning. I really love my hair being played with. She grips the back of my head and leans over to kiss me. I stop for her just for a second, holding on to her collar and looking back at Megan and asking if it's okay. Megan nods, putting her hand on my thigh, and I turn back to Chris, who's kissing me hard. God, she feels so good. I buck up at Megan's hand, which is already high at my thigh, almost at my crotch. I use one arm to wrap around Chris, and I pull her close. She's halfway on top of me, and use the other hand to start rubbing Megan's leg. Chris pulls back and starts kissing Megan in front of my face, while both of them run their hands up my leg. My arms are around both of them as they slide their hands under my shorts and run over them my underwear. Holy fuck, I whisper, start palming both of their tits. I slide my hands under their shirts as they continue to make out in front of me. Megan pulls back and takes off her shirt, then Megan, and I'm such horny state. I just start taking off my pants. Megan says, well, damn. I guess we're getting naked. I laugh as I start to take my shirt off too and ask if it's all right. Chris looks between us and says we should probably go to the bedroom then. I've only been in their room a handful of times and never really gotten onto their bed. The comforter was surprisingly soft, though I only sat on it for a second before Chris told me to move and pulled it off the bed. She opens a drawer on the nightstand and throws down a black velvet blanket. It's waterproof, she tells me before shoving me onto it. She still has on her shorts and she's grinding against me, and I see Megan over her shoulder, rustling around in the nightstand as well. I hear a couple clanks on the nightstand, but I'm focused on Chris on top of me, sliding her shorts down so I can feel her. Megan joins us, and now, naked, laying next to me and running her hands over my tits, teasing my nipples. Chris is straddling me now, her wet pussy on my thigh, her thigh against my pussy, grinding into me. Megan starts kissing and sucking on my neck, and I manage to choke out if you keep this up. I'm going to come, Chris says. Oh, fuck yeah. And kisses Megan, then looks down at me as she grinds harder into me. Come for us. And fuck, I did. The weed was making my body so much more sensitive, and I felt like my pussy was on fire. I was so hot. I grabbed onto Chris tightly and wrapped my legs around her as I came hard, bucking and moaning. She started to come too. She was grasping and rutting herself into me. I heard a buzzing next to me and realized that Megan was playing with herself with a wand-style vibrator, rubbing along Chris's back. It was so hot to watch Megan while Chris is coming on top of me. Chris collapsed on top of me, kissing along my shoulder, and I reached over to Megan. Megan started kissing me while she played with the vibrator. She moved it up and I really caught a glimpse of her pussy, mostly bare with a little brunette hair and a small triangle, pink and tight and glistening. I felt my mouth water. Can I eat you out? She grinned and said yes. I patted Chris's back and told her I had to move, and she begrudgingly slid off and laid on her stomach, turning her head towards us. Megan laid back against the headboard and spread her legs, looking down at me. I crawled over and immediately took as much off her of my mouth as I could. She tasted so fucking good, sweet and musky. I gripped her hips and she was moaning. 
holding my head against her, humping against my tongue. I reached up and slid my fingers inside of her. She whispered yes and asked me to fuck her. I started going deeper into her, curling them just a bit. She started to really buck, asked me not to go in and out. So I just curled my fingers more back and forth. She said, don't take your fingers out, which confused me for a second. She then pulled onto my hair and tongue off of her, and she suddenly let out a near scream as she squirted. God, yeah, baby. I heard Chris say behind me. She was sitting up now, lazily playing with her clit and watching us. I leaned down and kissed along Megan's collarbone as I continued moving inside her slowly. I felt Chris get off the bed as Megan and I were kissing, and then she climbed back on, and I felt her hand on my ass. Then I felt something sliding over my pussy. Silicone. A dildo. Humming softly. I remembered Chris talking about how they had a fieldo, where the other end of the dildo goes inside the person wearing it. She asked me if this was okay, and I nodded yes. Then I looked back at her. Fuck, she looked hungry for me. I wiggled my ass a little at her and grinning and said, I want you to really fuck me. She did not hold back. I could tell she lewed up the dildo as it slid right into me, nearly to the hilt, almost knocking the wind out of me. Megan started kissing my neck and moved until she was perfectly under me. Her legs spread. I could feel her nipples against mine and she played with my body while Chris started fucking me harder, turning up the intensity of the dildo. I'd never used a vibrating dildo, and like this, and it felt so damn good. The way it buzzed inside me mixed with how she slammed into me. I slumped forward against Megan, moaning and crying out as I came. Chris gave me a couple more deep thrusts, then pulled out and moved me gently to the side. It was sweet to see her and Megan share a look as Chris said the usual. Megan nodded. Chris took Megan's hand and shoved them back into the bed, then slid inside of her and started fucking her deep, slamming all the way into her as a steady rhythm. I played with my clit a little as I watched them, but was pretty still sensitive. Chris was rough with Megan, smacking her ass and thighs, biting her nipples, holding her down while Megan writhed and fought against her. They were both so sexy together, the way they knew each other so well. I could tell just how much they loved each other. They came almost perfectly in sync with these breathy moans. I reached over and started rubbing over their bodies, and Megan pulled me in. We were all kissing each other, enjoying each other's nakedness, running our hands all over. We took some time just to relax and catch our breath. After a few minutes, Chris mentions that she didn't get to go down on me. I looked between her and Megan and said I'd always wanted to eat someone out while someone's going down on me. Megan looked excited and said, oh, that definitely can be arranged. I laid back on the bed and Megan immediately straddles my face while Chris works her way down my body until her mouth is sucking on my clit. Fuck, she's good. I grip her hair and use the other hand to hold on to Megan while I play with her pussy and my tongue. Chris is getting so into it, moaning and telling me I taste so good. Asking Megan if I'm being good to her, Megan whispers so good as she grinds on my mouth. Chris's skill, the way they were both praising me, the weed, the sexiness of us all just crashes down, and I come harder than I ever have, shaking and sputtering, holding Chris's head harder and truly screaming. I swear I see stars. I fall back onto the bed, utterly spent. Chris pulls Megan down, finishing her off while I lay and still in my bliss. We end up wrapped up in each other, and I sleep like a rock, or maybe like someone that took a chance, made a connection, which I did. Lisa. Well, hello, Lisa. Are we still hooking up? Do we have a polyamorous thing going on here? I would love to hear more about this. That was completely fucking hot. And as I was reading it, I was thinking of other sexy scenarios. And definitely any combination could have talked me into being with them. 
just saying, you know, male, 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 female, anything. I, this was completely sexy. And I have to agree with Lisa. The few times that I've had pot, and very few, and they were all edibles, fucking horny. So goddamn horny. And I, yeah, I, I think I masturbated so hard because I wasn't with anybody there at the time. Um, so fucking horny. Can't even remember, but I do remember that I had packed like every vibrator I owned and I woke up the next morning with all the vibrators around me. And thank God I had, I had, must have been conscious enough that I put down, um, one of those, you know, kind of like they were saying, like a, uh, a protector of the mattress that it couldn't soak through. Yeah, that was definitely, definitely me. So have you ever, would you ever do this or even just watch? I mean, shit, this was fucking hot. Wow. Did I cuss? I don't know if I ever cuss. Yeah, I do cuss. Who are we talking about? Yes, for me. All over. Doesn't matter the combination. Absolutely. Yes. Just saying. I think this is a perfect place to stop for the day. I want to thank you again for joining me. Don't forget something exciting, big, huge. I didn't even see coming is around the corner, probably after the new year announcement. I will definitely keep you guys posted. If you're a subscriber, you'll know first, obviously. Don't forget. Also, you can see from last week, um, just scroll down. Um, Dear Nikki, Confessions from People Just Like You is out on audio and will be there for the remaining of the month. I haven't decided if I'm, or if I'm not deciding. I haven't, I don't know if I, I'm pretty sure I don't have to pull it. So if you're a subscriber, you'll have access to it, but you have access to it before it goes on sale out on Amazon and Apple and obviously um, anywhere else you can listen to audio books. So keep that in mind. And from what I understand, I'll be able to keep that up. So if you stay a subscriber when or want to rejoin as a subscriber, it's up to you however you want to do it. Every time I release an audiobook, it gets released to my subscribers first, obviously, because I wouldn't be where I am with or be going where I think I'm going without the support of you. And I really do appreciate even the ones that can't subscribe. You just listening, sending in notes, sending in the lovely notes that I get and the confessions all make this all worthwhile because we all know this wouldn't be a show without you. And in closing, hello, lover. I'm on my way, you know, to come over and have a little sexiness with you. What do you think? Me on my knees, on my back, bend over your couch. However you want me, you can have me any way you want to fuck me. Please, I really want to. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a fucking fabulous week.